Welcome to Marketing Strategies with Audrey Kirchner, sponsored by Incoma. Taking your small business to the next level with proven creative solutions designed to grow your awareness and connect to your customers. Now, here's Audrey. Hi, this is Audrey Kirshner. I'm the co-founder and chief marketing strategist here at Incoma. Incoma is a full-service marketing agency, and we bring that big agency feel, that process to the small business owner. We do marketing strategy, branding, website design and hosting, content marketing, search engine optimization, social media, and digital advertising. To learn more about what we do, ask us a question or schedule a marketing evaluation for your business, go to our website, incoma.com. That's I-N-K-Y-M-A.com. So if this is your first or second show with us, welcome. I'm so glad that you're listening. All of our previous shows are on the website, and then we do have a podcast. You can go and listen to them anytime you want. Um, The podcast players we support at the moment are Podbean, Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Amazon Music, and Audible. And if you have any type of listener that you want us to uh, add the podcast to, we're more than willing to give it a try. So this week, we're going to talk about networking, going to events, and um, helping to promote your business. And networking is a marketing tactic. Um, And so what I wanna talk about in this episode is how to make that work for your business. So uh, let's start with what network marketing is. Networking, if you really look at it, what, what are you doing? You're going to an event, you're meeting a whole bunch of people, you're, you're setting out a very big net, and then you're hoping that uh, through enhanced communication, relationship development, and activity, that you will start to catch some fish eventually just by um, increasing exposure, increase, increasing your name brand. That was uh, Tyson Lease from Colorado Foothills Properties. Um, that's episode eight in the podcast. And um, I encourage you to go listen to the entire podcast because they talk a lot about network marketing um, and give you some good thoughts and tips. So my definition of network marketing is you go to an online or in-person event to meet other business owners, to generate leads and awareness for your business. This this tactic, which it is, it's a network Network marketing is a tactic. It's really, really good for business to business. So if you're a business that sells to other businesses, um, if your product or service is what I categorize as less desirable, um, or if you have uh, high ticket products or services, both of those, you have to build a lot of trust. Business to business, it's a relationship type of thing. And so less desirable product or services, they're really your marketing companies like me, um, financial services, insurance, debt collection, banks, life insurance, financial advisors, any type of product or service that people really aren't jazzed about buying, but they kind of have to anyway. Um, You want to build trust in a relationship first. That's going to be the best and fastest way for you to get business. These type of businesses typically don't do well if they only do like digital advertising or they try to rely on email and social media. Um, They just don't get the traction. It might take years and years just to start building up a a following of people that will actually respond to those um, tactics because people will ignore them until they absolutely have to do it. So let's talk about the different types of networking organizations you can join or that you can have your business development team or your sales team join because there are differences between them. Uh, So the first one is um, 
what they call the one-seat networking groups. They're like BNI and Latif. Um, BNI is probably the one that people know the most. And then there are groups that um, form locally by independent people where they offer only one seat per category. So even if you do four or five things in your business like I do, I could only take up one seat in the category and talk about that. The primary objective of this particular type of networking group is to refer business to each other. That's what they talk about. They encourage you to build relationships. You help each other get leads. Um, And then the nice thing is, is technically there's no competition in the room. In other words, there's not five financial advisors that everybody's trying to get to know and figure out how they refer to all five of them. Another type of um, networking group are your local chambers of commerce. Um, They are relationship building um, groups and anyone can join. Um, Their primary focus is to support and build the local business community. So all of their events are driven to help drive the business community. So how you get involved there is, yeah, they're going to have networking meetings, but other ways to get involved is to volunteer or become part of a committee or, um, you know, depending on your business, sit on the board of director to really get involved and get saturated and to use it as best as possible. And then there are Rotary Clubs and other types of not-for-profits, and their primary objective is to support the community through good works. Secondarily, you get to meet other business owners, other people that like to volunteer, and you build relationships that way so that those folks will refer you out. And then development groups, mastermind groups, their primary objective is to better the person or better the business person, depending on what the mastermind group is for. There's some that where they're just different business owners trying to help each other run their businesses well. Um, But what all of these have in common is that you're building relationships with other people that can refer you business and that you can do the same too. So let's talk about the pros and cons a little bit of network marketing as a tactic. So we'll start with the pros. Um, It's a small cost to invest. You'll see your startups or your solopreneurs, um, those that it's just them in their business, um, they'll uh, start here because they have more time to invest than they have money. Um, There's an annual membership fee for most all of these groups. Some are absolutely free and then or there's an event fee. The other pro, aside from you building relationships to get business, you build relationships with people that you use their product and services, and you get to know them really well. I like network marketing. It works for my business. It works for me um, because I can text my banker, my roofer, or my auto mechanic. They know who I am. They know me by name. They're going to take my phone call which is really valuable if you have a leak in your roof or um, there's a problem with your car. You get a little bit of special treatment because you're, you're, you're business friends. And the other nice thing about building a really, really strong network is not only do you get business, you can give business, but then you become the go-to person for pretty much everybody in the community once they find out who you are to ask you for a referral for someone. Um, I used to get that all the time when I was back in New Jersey and I had this huge business network. People would come to me, do you know this person? Do you know that person? And yeah, I always had a guy for everything, for everybody. And I liked being that person to help other people. Let's talk about the cons or the not so great parts of network marketing. It's a large time commitment. You have to invest a lot of time to make this tactic work. You're going to meetings um, every week, every month, 
and then there's work that you need to do outside of the meeting in order to make this work. And so that's the second con is not a lot of people realize it is that it takes work to make this work. You can't just go to a meeting, throw out a bunch of business cards, walk away and expect the phone to start ringing. It just does not work that way. So that myth is absolutely a con. When you build these relationships, um, that's where the magic happens. So now let's start talking about how to uh, create a follow-up strategy, a plan, so that you can maximize your investment of time and money if network marketing is right for your business. Meeting people on a uh, surface level and then getting their contact information and setting up what we call all call one-on-ones yeah uh to sit down with them have coffee have lunch usually you try to do it for a half hour but it ends up being sometimes an hour hour and a half uh because you do you get to know people that was john lease one of the owners of colorado foothills property and he was just giving one example of how to follow up with people that you meet at a networking event um As I said earlier, listen to the full episode. It's episode eight. I'll have it in the show notes. They've got a lot of other thoughts and ideas on network marketing that I think is pretty valuable. So you need to know your audience and your marketing strategy before you decide what networking organizations to join. If you're not sure about your audience or your strategy, go back and listen to episode one. I'm going to put that one in the show notes as well. It's really important to join the right organization. If you join an organization where your audience isn't at or the people in that room don't know your audience, then it's just a waste of your time and your money. So I wanna talk about um, those different type of networking organizations and who they typically attract to see um, who might be right for you. So let's talk about the one seat guys, the BNI folks. they're particularly great for the housing industry. Um, you get a lot of contractors, real estate agent, real estate agents, mortgage lenders, financial advisors who start and join those groups and then build up around it. Um, other types of service organizations as well. Um, so if what your company sells is $1 million um, year retainers for your software, a BNI group might not be the right place for you, right? You may only get very, very few clients that come through that. Chambers. So when you look at a chamber of commerce, they're not all built the same. Um, It really depends on the management team and where they're located. So what I would say first is look at their roster of members, right? Um, Some have really high clients. Um, Others, they have very local small business owners. And so depending on who you're looking for, once you look at that member roster, see who's on the board of directors. The board of directors is going to be filled with people of uh, who are members and who participate in that chamber uh, very, very frequently. They donate, um, they'll sponsor golf events, they will sponsor educational seminars, all those good things. And so if those people are the type of people you want to meet, then that is an organization you should join versus another chamber. Um, the other nice thing is you can get speaking events through chambers as well. And it's, you know, you, what that will do is it allow you to speak to that audience directly. So regardless of the type of group that you join, um, pick one or two. If you have time, pick three. Don't go overboard. Don't um, sign up for five 
and then only go to each one infrequently. You've got to be really consistent, just like with any other marketing tactic. If you show up one week and then you don't show up for six months, no one's going to remember who you are. So once you meet someone that you want to build a relationship with at one of these events, um, or maybe you meet several people, what type of things you should should you do as follow-ups? You know, as John talked about, you have the in-person one-to-one meeting. That is, you know, the very best and first thing you should do. So you meet them, you schedule the one-to-one, you have a great meeting, you have a great connection. But what do you talk about at these uh one-to-ones to to make them effective. A lot of people, you know, um, there is actually a formula that you can kind of follow. So you definitely talk about personal, how many, uh, and what do you have in common? Um, How many kids do you have? Where do you live? Um, What schools did you go to? What are your hobbies? You want to make a personal connection with the person and find something that you have in common because that's going to be the basis of a lot of conversations going forward. You're going to talk about your business, not just your business, but their business. And that's where you want to ask the question, um, what does your business do and what type of clients am I looking for to refer to you? Ask them a lot of questions about the business. What are the products and services? Are they business to consumer? Are they B2B? What does a good referral look like for them? What are the type of keywords that you're listening for? So, for example, um, I know a guy that does garage doors. And he goes, yeah, it's garage doors. But I'm like, Sam, I don't know anything about garage doors. He goes, if they say that the garage door is making a funny sound, that's a good referral for me. And that was perfect, right? If, if it's going up and it's making a funny sound. And so those are the type of keywords I was listening for um, to give him a referral. Then you also want to talk about what other types of things they do um, to grow their business. Maybe they're a part of other groups, right? Networking is not just about one group. Try to be involved in two because it's going to help you find referrals and make connections. And if you can do a third one the right way, um, then do that. But what other groups are they involved in? What do they like about those groups? What other types of businesses are in that group? And a lot of times that will spur them to say, oh, why don't I invite you as my guest? And you can come. And then at least you already know someone in the room, um, which is a little less intimidating than going into a room cold. Now what, right? You can't keep meeting with that person every single week unless you're in a BNI. It's kind of designed that way. Um, but there are other things that you can do. So you can follow them on social media, right? And then refer them at any opportunity that you can. We talk about that in uh, episode 14 a little bit. You can create a referral partner's email newsletter, content specifically created for referral partners to help keep you top of mind and to educate them on things they can do to help you. And also, if you do it the right way, they can help themselves with the information. So here's an example. I have a physical therapist um, that we do email marketing for. And we have created a list of referral partners for him. Those are surgeons. Um, And then we write a monthly blog article that goes out in a newsletter about how certain types of therapy can help his his patients, what type, uh, what his patients can do with insurance. Um, 
and really good informative information that's really directed to the surgeon, not so much to the patient. But again, it gets them to stay top of mind because they're like, oh, yeah, maybe I have a patient that can use that specific type of therapy um, and I'm going to refer them over. Another thing you can do is if you get a great referral from someone or if there's someone who's just referring you often, send them a referral gift. There are systems out there where you can personalize a gift to them, write a thank you card and have it shipped directly without a lot of work, even if all it is is just a a nice in-person thank you card, something that they can tangibly get in the mail because people like getting surprises like that in the mail. And then they have warm, fuzzy thoughts towards you. You're listening to Marketing Strategies. I'm Audrey Kirshner. Really, really helps to have um, what's called a giver's gain mentality. If you've ever talked to anybody uh, like myself or other people who have been part of a BNI, giver's gain is one of the core fundamental values of any type of, um, should be, let's, let me put it this way, it should be a core fundamental value if you're a good networker. And what it really is is that you're giving back as much as you're receiving or you're giving more than what you're receiving. If you're constantly looking for ways to refer other people, figure out how to help other people. If you're having a one-to-one with someone and one of the first things you say is, tell me about your business so I can help you, you're going to get that back tenfold. People are going to remember that. So when you're networking, make sure you're looking for people that have that giver's gain mentality, that they're really willing to listen to you about your business just as much as you're willing to listen to them about their business. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a BNI podcast about Giver's Gain so you can learn more about that. You're listening to Marketing Strategies. I'm Audrey Kirshner. We are talking about making network marketing work for your business. So now is the time for you to take some action. All this information is great, but unless you do something with it, it's not going to be very valuable to you. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to research a networking group go visit them. See if they have your audience in the room. Do they have that giver's gain mentality? Um, And do you feel like there are people in the room that you could refer to? Once you go to that um, and you decide, yeah, this is the group for me, commit to going to their meetings and their events regularly. That's one of the big keys of network marketing is being seen, participating, volunteering, depending on the type of organization. If that feels like something that you just aren't sure about how to do, join a BNI because they will teach you how to do it the right way. Their whole program is designed um, to make networking work for you. And so the last thing that I need you to take action on is to remember you have to do the work. Whatever organizations you join, you need to uh, go to them. And when you meet people, make the effort to build the relationship, have the one-to-one, have the conversations. Um, I had mentioned this before is a BNI will, will teach that to you. And here's how they do it. When you, if you've never been to a BNI or you've never joined one, um, they are highly, highly structured, right? They give you the blueprint on how to network correctly and how to build relationships correctly. So here's an example. Um, you go to a BNI meeting if you're a visitor or once you become a member and the meeting is structured, you know exactly what's going to happen next, which for some people is comforting. Kind of mingling in a room um, with a drink or some food really scares people. Um, so if you like structure, BNI is a good place for you. Meeting starts, they introduce the leadership team 
every member gets um, anywhere from 30 to 60 seconds to talk about what their business is and what they need for that week, which is good because everybody listens to that. You get a speaker and then everybody then talks about who they have referrals for, how much um, they made from referrals that someone gave them, and then how many one-to-ones they did and how many, how many educational units they did. So that's the accountability part of it is like, are you working the process? Um, and if so, you're going to have numbers for that. And then if you, if you don't have any of those numbers, right, you don't have a referral for someone, then you have to say something nice about someone that you know in the room, meaning you have had to have done business with them or you had to have done a one-to-one with them. So that's where a structured process to a new networker will be completely invaluable. It's teaching you how to speak to people you don't know. It's teaching you how to speak in front of people. So if one of your goals is to be able to, you know, do 10 minutes in front of people so that they know who you are and what you do, it's a really great place to do it. Um, And you spend every single week with this same core group of people. Um, You have breakfast, you have lunch, and then you schedule one-to-ones. You're required to do one-to-ones with everybody in the group and then redo them every so often. Um, So depending on the size of the group, you could be meeting with someone two or three times. And then if the group is really good, you encourage everybody to um, follow everybody's social accounts, do reviews for them. Um, in my case, I ask everybody to follow my podcast, to listen to the show, to share it. Right, that's one of my asks for my BNI group, um, and they comply. So sometimes networking isn't about just getting business; it's helped to further other things that you're doing. Um, to help your business grow. And these these groups will do that. And the really great thing is that you do this day, you know, week in and week out, 52 weeks a year. I've been a member of BNI for, gosh, going on almost 10 years now. I've made some really, really good friends. You become friends with these folks and you're referring business. And then when you actually refer these people, you can say emphatically, I know them really well. They worked on my roof. They worked on my car. Um, They're good people. Our kids play together. Um, And that just helps make the referral process that much easier. It's that top of mind process. So that's a really good example and place to start if you like structure. If you don't like structure, if you do like to mingle, if you want to walk around and eat and and not have to follow a set schedule, then a chamber of commerce might be a better place for you. Very involved in the community. So if you're in construction and you like to do commercial construction, most chambers will have some type of economic um, forum or group that you can join that will help better the uh, business community economically and a lot of that happens from building out you can make different connections too sometimes it's not always about getting referrals but um, at my old chamber I knew the uh, president and the staff really really well they were we were all really good friends because I volunteered a lot Um, and then when I wanted to meet a specific person from a specific company I would ask them for an introduction and they would give me a great introduction because they knew me they knew my work um, and then it was coming from a position of authority because getting an introduction from the president of a chamber of commerce holds a lot of weight. Um, But in return, if they wanted me to do something for them, I was totally happy to do it. The other thing is, is I got speaking engagements through there as well. I had mentioned that earlier. Um, The chamber 
you know, so I, I was in networking groups. I went to networking events. I got speaker events. Um, I was a key speaker at one of their women's forums events where it was like an all day event. And I had one of the breakout sessions. Um, so that's the difference between the two type of organizations and the advantages. But again, to my last point is you still have to put the work in. I had to spend the time to get to know folks. And then when I did get the speaking opportunities, I had to prepare for them. Um, when I asked for the specific uh, introduction to the person, I had to then take it from that point forward and get the business um, and do the work. And here at Incoma, we like to give back to the business community. I provide a free 45-minute marketing consultation to any business owner. Maybe you have a question about networking, about BNI, or if you want to talk about your business, um, that 45 minutes is yours to figure out what it is that you need from a business perspective. Just go to the website, Incoma.com, I-N-K-Y-M-A.com, and there is a button in the upper right-hand corner that says Schedule a marketing evaluation. Click on it, pick a time, and we are on the calendar. Or if you just have a quick question that you need a quick answer to, scroll down to the contact form, fill it out. Um, maybe you have a suggestion for a show note for a show to do. I'm open to those as well. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So if you found this information useful, helpful, you got excited about wanting to join a networking event, um, then share this episode with other business owners. The whole reason we're here is to help businesses grow. And so um, you can help other business owners just by sharing the content. So that is it for this episode. Thank you for listening and happy networking. Thanks for listening to Marketing Strategies sponsored by Incoma. Online at inkyma.com. Listen to Marketing Strategies every Saturday at 7.30 on KPPF.